Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you are new to the channel, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. And our first story comes from OKSquirrel4653, titled, Am I the arsehole for refusing my SO's father's demand to walk me down the aisle and telling him to knock someone up and leave me alone? My father passed away five years ago, and I loved my dad. I'm still grieving him, and in my life, no one can ever compensate for his physical absence. My fiancé knows that. He has a different relationship with his father, as his dad divorced his mum and moved to another city when he was only two years old. He now has three half-brothers. He only reconnected with his father two years ago after his second wife, his half-sibling's mum, divorced him. At that time, we were friends and I was supportive about their relationship as I didn't want him to have any regrets. However, over the last two years, his relationship with his father has definitely cooled down after excessive intrusion from his father when it comes into our relationship. Last week, he found out that we were getting married and called my fiance saying that he had something important to tell us. We met him a few days later and where he practically started begging me to let him walk me down the aisle. Now mind you, I'm Hindu and the only reason I'm having a white wedding is because my SO is white and I wanted to respect both cultures. His desire comes from the fact that he lost his firstborn, my fiance's older sister, and didn't get to see her before she died. It was an accident because he lived in another city with his wife and kids. My fiancé was 14 and his sister was 19. It was really traumatic for my fiancé and my mother-in-law. Apparently, he sees his daughter in me, wants me to call him dad. I call my mother-in-law mama because that's what fiancé calls her and now wants to walk me down the aisle. I always felt he was too intrusive and invested in our relationship and his request sent me over the edge. I told him that I respect his feelings, but that he wasn't my dad and that his newfound relationship with my SO won't guilt me into letting him walk me down the aisle. I also told him that I wouldn't be comfortable calling him dad and that my dad is the only dad in my life and he fully raised me from zero to 25 years. When he kept insisting and started emotionally blackmailing my SO, I angrily told him to knock someone up and make a new daughter and leave me alone. He started ugly crying and left the restaurant. He is now mad at me and is refusing to come to our wedding. Am I the asshole? Now, father-in-law is crossing serious boundaries here. You know, you, you denied it and he carried on pushing it and trying to manipulate the situation. So it's absolutely going to be a not the asshole. As we say many times, no is a full sentence. But Lazy Haunt says not the asshole. But if you do get walked down the aisle, it would be petty but brilliant to have your mum and mother-in-law do it. OP replied saying, I've decided that I will walk down the aisle holding my dad's framed picture. 
Max Shank says, not the asshole, he's massively overstepping his boundaries and it isn't on you to make him happy. Kelso says, not the asshole. What he asked of you was inappropriate to begin with. He asked you to walk you down the aisle and justified this because you reminded him of his daughter. Not only is he trying to hijack your wedding, he is making it about grieving his daughter that he chose to move away from. You explained to him politely that it was no and he kept pushing. Sometimes people are better left outside of our lives and it seems like he may be one of those persons. Joxum says, not the asshole. This is what I like to call the consequences of overstepping a boundary. Did it have to happen? Yes. Was it the best way? Debatable, but understandable. This wasn't his place and acting like a master manipulator didn't help his case. What I really want to know is what your fiance did say or thought about all this. Why didn't he stop it? Why didn't he enforce the boundary himself? And one more from J'adore Booty Noir who says, not the asshole, the girl said he started ugly crying. Sorry, that's hilarious. Anyway, stand your ground. This is so weird and cringe to ask someone to do this. It's like asking someone to be their hero out of nowhere because they want to fulfill their own fantasy without acknowledging that you have your own life that you want to fulfill. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What should OP do in this situation? Is there a way that it can resolve it without any further conflict or not? Let me know your thoughts and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Mom Mom Mom. Am I the asshole for not including my son's classmate with the same birthday in our birthday party? My son Zach is in preschool and will be turning four at the end of the month. Some of his classmates have hosted outdoor birthday parties at the park. And we plan to do the same for our son. One of his classmates, Alex, has the same birthday as my son. A few months ago in passing, Alex's mum and I talked about possibly doing a joint birthday for both of our sons. Last month, I checked in with her to see if she's still down to plan a joint birthday together, and she declined because she's too busy. Fine, absolutely no problem, and we went ahead and planned our own birthday party. We gave out our birthday invites to the class yesterday, and Alex's mum messaged me upset that the birthday invite says you're invited to Zach's birthday party instead of Zach and Alex's birthday party. She tells me it would be so easy for me to include Alex and cost me nothing. She said I should have included Alex in the invite and she could bring an additional cake to our birthday party for her son. She tells me I put her in a shitty situation. Either not bring Alex to the party that all his classmates are going to or bring Alex to the party when it's his birthday too, but we're not celebrating it. I don't want to share my son's birthday with someone else when I'm going to be the one doing all the work. It feels like being the one to do all the work for a group project and then have others put their name on it and turn it in. I talked this over with a friend and while she thinks Alex's mum should contribute, I'm the arsehole for not including Alex when I know it's his birthday too. My friend's opinion is Alex is a child and can't do nothing about this. So, am I the arsehole? And whilst friend is right, you know, kid can't do nothing about it, but it's absolutely not OP's responsibility. It's the parent's responsibility who was given the chance in the bloody first place to be involved, but they said they was too busy to. So all they want to do is get a free birthday party out of OP in this. And that's the way it feels like to me. And whilst I do feel extremely sorry for the child in this situation, don't get me wrong. It is the parent's fault. So not the asshole to me. But you're the asshole says not the asshole. Oh, hell no. She wanted you to host and pay for her kid's party. Username replies that saying, right OP, call her back, all friendly, and give her a list of tasks to fulfill and a bill for her half of the party expenses. And tell her how glad that you are that she changed her mind about co-hosting the party. Not the arsehole. 
News says not the household, Alex's mum was given a chance to make it a joint birthday party. She chose not to. As a result, this birthday is for Zach. She needs to live with her choices. Wind River 7 says not the asshole. Alex's mum is responsible for providing a party for her son. Watch out at the party. I wouldn't be surprised if Alex's mum tries to pull some stunt to get attention for her son's birthday. Ooh, now that's a good shout. She might come out and whip out a cake and get everyone to sing happy birthday to him. But back correct says not the asshole. Did you point out that she declined your offer to collaborate before so, so you had no reason to think it was happening? Independent of that, of course she doesn't get to latch onto your son's party after the fact. She can have Alex's party on a different day. Problem solved. OP replies saying, oh yeah, definitely pointed that out. She thought I still should have offered to be considerate after planned it as it won't cost me anything. No question everyone agrees she's pretty crazy entitled and my friend agrees on that too. I feel bad that Alex gets caught up in it because I don't want to share. Why do we keep teaching our kids to share? But you did offer to share at the very beginning. You offered the parent you want to do a joint birthday party. Originally, it sounded like she was down, but then she said she was too busy when the actual time came up. So 100% not the asshole on this one. But let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Vidismo. Am I the asshole for allowing my friend to spy on my future mother-in-law? I'm getting married soon and one of my best friends is a seamstress. Mother-in-law mentioned that her dress was too long and I recommended my friend, but didn't mention we were friends. Just said I'd used her in the past. I have vented to this very to this specific friend about mother-in-law. We have a very tense, awkward relationship, though not openly hostile. My friend took it upon herself to fish for information and asked mother-in-law how she felt about her son getting married. Mother-in-law said it was kind of sad because it's one more person she feels obligated to invite to holidays. She then said holidays have been fun for her in years and her husband is trying to convince her to just stop doing it. Mother-in-law said she doesn't feel comfortable around any of her child's partners so it's just cooking for hours to have awkward dinners with people she doesn't enjoy. My friend asked if she was sad about losing her baby boy and mother-in-law said not really. She's just annoyed because family gatherings have become painful for her. It isn't fun and it feels so fake. My friend asked me if I wanted to know what mother-in-law said about me during her appointment and obviously I was curious. I said yes and she told me. I told my fiance and he called mother-in-law and wasn't confrontational but said her attitude was toxic. Mother-in-law snapped and said I lied to her by not telling her that was my friend and I spied on her. I said my friend did that on her own and maybe mother-in-law should have admitted those things to a stranger. Mother-in-law now feels we're punishing her for her feelings and her and father-in-law aren't speaking to us. Now, I'm not going to say you're the arsehole for, you know, asking for that information or saying yes to that information because if I was in your position, I would have probably done the same, which could potentially make me an arsehole. Sure, I'll accept that. But I don't think what mother-in-law said in this situation was toxic. She just said she doesn't like, you know, these large family events anymore. And she doesn't feel comfortable around any of her children's partners. So she just feels like she's just cooking, not enjoying herself. And it's just not fun. And it's more painful for her. And that's just her feelings. That's her honest feelings, which I think should be respected. We don't get along with everyone in our lives. Sure, we try to be amicable, which she probably is in this situation. Because you didn't know no different up until this, up until you was told about this. And now it's created additional drama around it all, which... You were the cause of him, I'm afraid, and I think that would make you the asshole. Maggetti says, you're the asshole. Your mother-in-law wasn't being toxic. She was being honest about how hard it is for her to host people she doesn't feel comfortable with. 
And who can blame her? Why would she feel comfortable with a sneaky, deceitful person like you? Like, you seriously wrote a post saying, I spied on my mother-in-law and now she claims she doesn't trust me. It's so unfair. And let me just go back on my yes earlier. I wouldn't get someone to spy on my behalf though. I will go there. I will say that. Judge Jed says, you're the asshole. You should have told mother-in-law about the fact it was your friend. Also, nothing your mother-in-law said was toxic. She was honest. She doesn't have negative feelings about you. She just doesn't enjoy the large family gatherings now. Your mother-in-law is entitled to how she feels and she did not say it to you. One Mike Nation says, you're the asshole. Honestly, not even for saying yes to your friend when she asked if you wanted to know, but for running to your husband and telling him as well. I'm curious, why does it even matter if she doesn't want to hold events anymore? If you really wanted to build a relationship with her, you would have used this information to your advantage, i.e. host the next holiday so your future mother-in-law can relax, but instead you use this information to cause drama. And Parsimonious Salad says, you're the asshole. I actually feel sorry for your mother-in-law reading this post. She feels disconnected from her children's partners. Wouldn't a nice thing have been to help her feel more included and connected instead of alienating her further? And the Riker maneuver says you're the asshole and so is your husband. What she was feeling is totally normal. My guess is that none of her children's partners have ever tried to connect with her in anything other than a superficial way. And that her kids don't make her a priority or make her feel included in their lives anymore. And she probably feels lonely because of it. There is nothing worse than busting your ass for a family holiday only to spend the actual day feeling lonely and like you don't fit in. Or that nobody appreciates all the work you did. You should have taken this information and made a point to try and spend some one-on-one -on -one time with your mother-in-law so that at the very least she had one daughter-in-law that she felt connection to. You had a real opportunity to do a nice thing for someone and instead you and your husband just call her toxic for being a human being and having feelings. I sincerely hope that in the future your kids aren't as unempathetic and uncaring to you as you were to your mother-in-law. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Story. And our next story is from Patient Calendar 6927 Am I the arsehole for telling my mother that not everyone gets tipped? My 30 male mother, 60 female, is a former waitress. She has it in her head that anyone who does, does anything for anyone deserves a tip. On a family vacation to a no-tipping resort, people get fired if they take tips. She would loudly instruct me to tip someone who brought me a drink from the bar. I told her she needed to stop because she was going to cost someone their job. I took my car in for maintenance last week and it was all covered under the contract I have with the dealership, something I paid for at the time of purchase. When I told her it didn't cost me anything because it was under contract, she replied, but you certainly went in, asked who your tech was and gave him a nice tip, right? When I told her that they are paid a living wage with no tip credit taken out, she clicked her tongue and told me that if it didn't cost me anything, I should have given the guy $20 out of my pocket. 
For a while, we were having issues with the internet. Our ISP sent a technician to our house who determined that there was an issue with the outside line and it was entirely on their end. Yesterday, they sent two guys over who in half an hour replaced the line and got everything running great. I got a call at work from them letting me know that they were up and running fine. I did not interact with them otherwise. When I later told my mother that I was happy, the ring was running uninterrupted again. She immediately said, so I'm sure when the guy showed up, you offered him a cold drink and handed him $50 for coming out right. I replied about as sure as I am that you're ever gonna keep your mouth shut and mind your own business. I never even saw the guys. They were there half an hour doing their job. Not everyone gets a tip for doing what they were hired to do. That's why they get a paycheck at the end of the week. I told her if I tipped everyone in the world, there wouldn't be any money left for my family when I was done. She tells me that I'm entitled, selfish, and have never had to depend on tips while earning $1.50 an hour. I told her that I work hard for my money. I always tip those who have a tip credit against their wages, 20% minimum at restaurants, even for takeaway. And many of those who she is falling all over us have to throw money at are earning better money than me. And our first comment comes from Timmy Foylehat who says, where does your mum live? I want to go do some favors. I could use a couple of hundred bucks a week for hold doors open or delivering her mail. <laughs> Untitled Redditor says, not the asshole. Tips are not for all professions. Would you tip a doctor, a vet perhaps? No, I think not. The fact that you tip people making minimum wage makes you a good human being. As people are not obligated to tip, you really should be though. Keep on keeping on. And I think that comment pretty much sums it up, especially the way I was feeling about it in this story is, you know, we don't tip every single profession out there. But whenever we get onto tipping stories, I always understand that the, the culture is very different in many, many countries. So I'm going to turn this one straight to you guys, because I'd love to know your opinions on this story as well. And we move on to the next one. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled am i the arsehole for not giving away my subway seat to an elderly woman i 27 female live at the end of a subway line my commute each way is about 15 minutes long sometimes i fall asleep on the way home and not worry about missing my stop because i'm the last stop i had a really exhausting day today so i fell asleep during my commute home i woke up to an elderly woman yelling at me in my face in the second language i speak Neither of us are white, so I guess she just assumed I speak her language. I was also pretty confused at first because I was literally asleep and was woken up by this loud yelling. It took me a minute to register and understand what she was saying. She was yelling repeatedly, Hey you, get up, damn it. Give me your damn seat. Give me your seat so I can sit. The subway cart was not crowded, but every seat was taken. Once I understood what she was saying, I was pretty angry. I usually have no problem giving my seat up to elderly or women who are pregnant or parents traveling with small children. I always offer when I see someone in more need of a seat. But this elderly woman literally woke me up by yelling at me using less than polite language. So out of anger, I just pretended I didn't understand what she was saying. I asked her in English, what do you need? What are you saying? Once she heard me speak English, she stopped yelling, muttered, God damn these kids and just stood there. She got off three stops later. Am I the asshole? It's been bothering me because I feel like I should have given her my seat. She looked about 60 something, but she was yelling and I got angry. Now, this is a simple case of entitlement to me. You know, whenever I get on a bus or whatever, I'm, I always 
try to help out if, if I can and offer someone my seat if they're like OP does, if they're more in need of it. I think it's just a polite thing to do. Not entitled to it, but I think it's the polite thing to do. However, you didn't know nothing about this person. As you said, you're exhausted, you fell asleep and you was woken up by this person shouted in your face. They may be elderly, but as we say in a lot of these stories, like being slightly elderly, which was 60, I didn't even think that's really elderly to be quite honest, doesn't entitle you to be an arsehole. <laughs> it's just that simple. So not the arsehole from me. But Candid Bunyan says, age does not entitle older people to behave poorly. Not the arsehole. Roller Skating Rebo says, in my opinion, not the arsehole. She woke you up yelling at you to get up and move. To me, she is very much the arsehole. Just because she's elderly, it doesn't automatically entitle her to a seat. In my books, respect is earned, not given. If I was woken up by someone and asked politely, please, I have awful joints, may I use your seat even just for five minutes, I'd be much more likely to offer up my seat. But to be demanded I get up, nah, sorry, I'm going to sit in this seat out of spite now. <laughs> also, you are clearly exhausted, literally asleep. She could have asked someone else for their seat. Odd, but yeah, to me, not the asshole. Snoo Banana says, not the asshole. You were asleep and didn't see her. But I think it's weird she chose to yell at you since there are a lot more seats and people to yell at. Vivid Cover says, not the asshole. I did that once too with some old nasty woman. 60 something, that isn't even old. I once offered my seat to a woman. She said, I'm only 73. Lol, she was offended that I offered. That's happened to me. <laughs> V2 Den says, not the asshole. I would have done exactly what you did. Can't stand entitled people regardless of age. And one more from Freshwater Octopus who says, not the asshole. If she would have asked politely, that would have been one thing. But she didn't deserve anything from you if she was going to rudely demand it. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Maybe you found yourself in a very similar situation. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story is from our very own subreddit r slash mark narrations from a throwaway account titled am i the arsehole for asking my house guests to buy toilet paper hi guys i'd posted this in am i the arsehole thread but it got taken down so i figured i'd post here i 26 female had some friends to stay over about a month ago for a wedding they were originally staying friday to monday wedding was on saturday they were three friends a couple 22 female and 21 male and another 22 year old male the couple later asked me if they could stay until Friday, to which I said yes. Our third friend left on Monday as planned. They offered to walk my dog since I normally got a dog walker. Week went by and it was fun but exhausting since I have social anxiety and it was stressful having people in my small apartment, especially since it was only supposed to be for a weekend originally. They then decided to stay until Saturday. They didn't ask me beforehand. They also cooked some of the food I had at home. And when buying more groceries, they sent me the bill. <laughs> on Thursday, I overheard them talking about how they were driving home on Sunday. And I asked them about it. They then asked if they could stay another day. I told them that I was socially exhausted and I'd appreciate if they left Saturday instead of Sunday, as they had planned. They looked surprised but said sure. I went to the bathroom that night and noticed the toilet paper roll in the holder was out. I went to replace it and saw there was only one roll left. I'd replaced the now out roll with a new one the day before. I was pretty annoyed because of everything else at this point, plus my social anxiety definitely made it worse. The next day, I text them while I was at work and asked if they could buy some. They bought it but sent me the bill for it. Fully annoyed at this point, I asked them if they could just cover it. They acquiesced and I thought that was fine. 
The next day while helping them take their stuff to their car, I picked up a plastic bag with three new rolls of toilet paper in it. They took these when I wasn't looking. I ended up resolving to never let them stay at my place again, but I find myself resentful about the whole thing. I'm not sure if I'm in the right since they did walk my dog and cook me a couple of times, as well as mostly cleaning up after themselves. Sorry for the long post, it had a lot more info originally, but I edited it down to, to the 3k characters. So Reddit, am I the arsehole? No way! And it's one of these ones where I come in and I read the title and I thought, oh no, this can't be good. Asking guests to buy stuff for you, that can't be a good thing. But these people, again, more entitled people, just taking the piss. They had the cheek that they're just gonna, we're just gonna stay here without even asking you about it. Cook some of the food in your house, again, without asking you about it. Billing you for food they buy. Hell no, you're not gonna be the asshole in this one. And again, when I first come into this, when I thought it was going to be completely the other way around, like you're just trying to charge guests for being in your house or something, but no way, no way. But Caver says, let me get this straight. They were supposed to stay for four days, but just slowly and without proper notice, extended it to eight days and wanted to do more. And then they use your groceries, stole your toilet paper and build you to replace the groceries they used. I mean, as a host, you have a social responsibility to give your guests the basics needed for their stay and privacy and space to do what they came to do. In return, guests have a social responsibility to be considerate of you and your home, clean up after themselves and not an inconvenience, not overstay their welcome and generally be appreciative. You provided the basics needed for their stay and were accommodating. And while there have been worse guests, at least they were clean and helped out somewhat, they weren't great guests either. Usually I'd be like, as the host, you should provide toilet paper, but you did for the time they were supposed to be there and then even longer. They kept pushing their departure and took some advantage of your willingness to provide. So not the arsehole, you are perfectly right to not have them over again. Edit, Benjamin Franklin said it right. Guess, like fish, begin to smell after three days. V-min in the house saying, not the arsehole. They ate your food that you paid for, then billed you for your food they ate. Shake my head. Then on top of that, they used up your toilet paper and also want you to pay for it. A lot of percentages, not the arsehole. <laughs> Don't ever let them back over. They sound like entitled arseholes to me. Dookie says, not the arsehole at all, but you learned a valuable lesson to never let them stay with you again. And Irish says, one, they stayed an extra day without asking and seemed intent on doing the same for another day. Two, they used your food then billed you for the groceries they bought. Three, they tried to bill you again for the toilet paper. Four, when you got them to cover it, they decided to take the remaining three rolls with them when they left. Yeah, I wouldn't want them staying at my place ever again either. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Should OP have replaced the toilet paper or not? Was OP leaving it to the guests to do that a good thing? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we move on to another story. And our next three comes from 123stupidlove. Am I the asshole for refusing to, to pay for my friend's EpiPen? This is a throwaway because my friends have read it and I don't want them to find this. I have a housemate, Jillian, 26 female, who is severely allergic to peanuts. There are five of us who rent a house together and we all agreed to put a label in our food containers to help keep Jillian safe and avoid contamination. I have a mini fridge in my room where I store my drinks that I don't have to go to the kitchen if I want to drink in the middle of the night. Well, last Friday, my Filipino girlfriend gave me an authentic Filipino dish for lunch at work. It's called is it carry carry or care care it's an oxtail stew with a rich peanut sauce 
It's in a glass container and I saved some so I could have it for dinner. When I got home, I put it in my mini fridge, but I forgot to eat it that night because we ordered pizza for dinner. Saturday, I went out with my girlfriend and got home around 9 p.m. When I arrived, Jillian's girlfriend, Trish, confronted me saying I almost killed Jillian. I don't know what she was talking about. She went on saying how irresponsible of me to not label food in my mini fridge. I asked one of our housemates what the fuck happened and he said Jillian had an allergic reaction to my stew because I didn't put a label on the container. I told them it's inside my personal mini fridge and how dare they enter my room. Trish said they were looking for beer when they saw my stew. She and another housemate ate it. Jillian only tasted it and she had an anaphylactic shock where they had to use her EpiPen to stop the swelling. Trish then demanded I need to pay for the EpiPen. I told them that is not going to happen. If anything, they should apologize to me for trespassing and stealing my food. They called me an asshole. She and three housemates said I nearly cost Jillian her life and the least I could do to apologize is pay for the EpiPen. Am I the asshole? Edit for more info. Jillian was taken to the hospital. No, I never gave anyone any permission to enter my room. They were drinking that time and were looking for more beer. They ate the dish with some rice they found on top of the mini fridge. I think Jillian ate some rice that had sauce on it. I didn't get to ask details if that exactly happened. And as always, I do have empathy towards, you know, what Jillian was going through. It must have been a scary time to actually be going through that. But, the big but again, none of this would have happened if they just stayed out of your room. They went in your room to basically steal beer from you, which they admitted themselves. And then they saw your food and thought, oh, cheeky, we'll have a bit of that. So they basically caused this themselves by being thieves. <laughs> I wouldn't be paying for the EpiPen. I don't pay for thieves. But engineering own says not the asshole. Literally, none of this would have happened if they had not invaded your space. Without your permission, taken food that did not belong to them and eaten said food. Perhaps this can be a lesson to them in the future. To not enter a space they don't have permission to enter and to not eat food they didn't have permission to eat. Flying Chipmunk Attack says, not the arsehole. I'm even tempted to say it was karma for attempting to steal beer from your personal fridge. Edit one, I wrote the wrong acronym. Edit two, surely they don't believe their own BS. They must know they were caught red-handed and this is a way to deflect from their guilt. CG Shin replies to that saying, well, I mean, stealing beer in your 20s from a roommate shouldn't lead to that outcome. It might be harsh to say it's karma, but entering his room without permission and eating his food was clearly out of line. Opie is not the arsehole, neither Jillian, because of no info on how Jillian reacted. But the others are clearly the arsehole. I could imagine it was their idea to raid Opie's fridge and talk Jillian into it and want to escape the guilt. Edit, Jillian is not the arsehole because Opie doesn't clearly state if Jillian was the one entering the room and if she had any infos about where the food came from. 9OKM says not the arsehole, you're right, but good luck convincing them. For what it's worth, I have a friend who's allergic to peanuts, carries EpiPens, and I cannot imagine them touching unlabeled food. That's nuts. Ha ha. <laughs> and MBDJD replies that saying, I have a very mild peanut allergy. Eating one would mean an unpleasant evening, but not require any sort of medication. I would still never eat some anonymous food in a shared fridge, let alone someone else's fridge. Seriously, what the fuck? Especially the type of dish that I imagine this, this looking like. That's ignoring the fact that peanuts have a pretty distinct smell. I can only imagine that she is used to her parents taking full responsibility for the allergy. In which case, the OP has probably inadvertently taught her a valuable lesson as if it happened outside her home, it might have much worse results. 
obviously not the arsehole. Unless someone directly lies to you, nobody else is responsible for your allergies. And one more from Cup of Curse T who says, not the arsehole. I feel terrible for Jillian, but they should not have been in your room consuming your food and drinks without your permission. Be kind to Jillian, but this was not your fault and you should not have to pay for their assholery and her error. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Have you ever had a roommate that's come into yours and like taken some of your possessions before? Would love to hear that story. Let me know in the comments below and your verdicts on today's stories if you choose to share them. A huge thank you for 20 minutes or so out of your time and spending it with me today it means the absolute world. If you have a moment, don't forget to click that subscribe for future Reddit videos and just thank you so much. And I'll see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>